What an incredible day to celebrate God's goodness. Before you sit down, I want you to turn to the person on either side of you and say, we're blessed. Turn to somebody else and say, ask him a question and say, are you blessed? Because I'm blessed. Turn to one other person and just say, you wish you were as blessed as I'm blessed. Y'all, y'all, there's my country coming out, y'all. Y'all stay standing. Matthew, Matthew uh, 13 is where we're at. If you have your Bibles, you want to go there. If you have your smartphones, your tablets, Matthew 13. Instead of you sitting down and me having you stand back up, we're just going to remain standing for the reading of the Word of God. I want to jump into it this morning. I've got something to say. Not because I have to say something, but i got something to say. There's a difference. Matthew 13, the words are in red. Matthew's a gospel writer. Matthew spent some time with Jesus. But Matthew had a pre-Jesus. How many people here today had a pre-Jesus? Like your life was like this, pre-Jesus. But Matthew had a post-Jesus. He had a before and after is what I'm saying. He was a tax collector, despised. He was, he was a cheater. He would rip people off. People hated tax collectors. They were lower than the prostitutes of their day. Aren't you thankful that God looks past our past? Aren't you? Come on now. We say no perfect people allowed at momentum, no dead people either, all right? We alive, right? We alive. Aren't you thankful that God looks past the labels that other people have put on you? God looked past the label, and he looked past his failures, and he believed in them. And now Matthew pins these words, Matthew 13, two verses, verse 16 and 17, words in red. And Jesus said, but blessed are your eyes. Because they see. That's vision. Where there's no vision, people perish. There's vision. And, and he's speaking and he says, Jesus says, but, but blessed are your eyes. And he's speaking to his disciples. Because your eyes have seen. And your ears, because they hear. I tell you the truth. Many prophets. Many, that, that means a bunch. Prophets. Those were Men and women used mightily by God. Many prophets and righteous people. That word righteous um, means humble people. Jesus followers, if you please. Many and righteous people. And they longed to see what you see. But they didn't see it. And they longed. You know, it's kind of like vacation. You go on vacation, you're like, man, I can't wait to get away for two weeks. How many of you guys, how many of you take some time? Like, like you need some time to unwind on vacation. Anyone like that? Right? Uh, so you, you get the first weekend, you're like, okay, now I'm ready. And then a few days later, you're like, man, I'm ready to get back home. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're on vacation, you're like, I just want to get home. Right? Before, like, I just can't wait for vacation. They're like, I just can't. Look at this. They longed. To see what you see and didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear. But they didn't hear it. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples about what they've seen and heard. I want to preach a message today entitled, Somebody Call Somebody. Somebody Call Somebody. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for what you have done. God, we want to give you the honor and the glory 
for the story of momentum. You are the hero of this story, and all the glory belongs to you. And we love you, and we praise you, and we want to lift you high, and we want to decrease, and we want you to increase. And we prayed in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I'm going to preach a message today entitled, Somebody Call Somebody. Have you ever got a job, and you're excited, or maybe got a promotion at your job, and you're like, yeah, man, it's awesome. It's about time. And what do we do? We pick up the phone and we call somebody and we tell them about some good news. Or maybe you buy a house or maybe you find out you're pregnant. You go, oh, man, we're so excited. We've waited. We've prayed. We believe God. And you find out the good news. When you find out good news, all of a sudden you want to call somebody and tell them. So today I want to preach on somebody call somebody. You know why? Because God has been good to us. And God has done amazing things here in our midst. And there have been many people, many men, many women, many saints that have gone on before us. There's a guy that served his whole life, just about his whole life in Africa. And he, I think, only saw one person give their life to Christ in his lifetime. There are many people, faithful, that have gone before us that have never seen what we've seen. They've never heard what we've heard. So I want to talk today, and I want to tell you that we are blessed. When we say blessed, we mean happy. I say blessed, you say happy. Blessed? When I say happy, you say blessed. Happy? One more. Happy or blessed really would mean experiencing momentum. So we could say it like this. Momentum has experienced God's blessing in our lives. And so we could put it into a formula, equation that would be like this. We could say experiencing momentum equals blessed. Or blessed equals experiencing momentum. The story of this church is God's story. It is God's story. Today we celebrate three years. You understand three out of five church starts, church plants, will not make it. Regardless of a sinning church, regardless of how many uh, dollars they have, regardless of the team that they put together, they just... God called us, and what should have been disaster has been a miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. Why? Well, we have experienced momentum because God has established us. Because God, that's why we say, man, we can't take the credit for it. We want to give God the glory. We're not trying to explain it. We just want to say thank you, Lord, and we don't want to get in his way, and we don't want to get proud, because the day that we get proud is the day we get in his way, and that's the day he removes his hand from us. But God's been so good to us. There are three reasons, I believe, why we've been blessed. Three reasons. Number one, because of the things that we have seen. The things that we have seen. I don't know about you guys, if you went to church pre-momentum or not. Our desire is, is to reach people far from God, unchurched and unsaved. I heard someone uh, just after last gathering, he's here today, he's serving in the back, just moved here and he's already serving. I want to applaud that. That's what I'm talking about. Nathan's in the back and he told me, he said, you know what, man, I, uh, here's my story and, and our church is shut down. Someone else, man, I've been out of church for four years. Unbelievable. Listen, there are people for our team. My God 
Help us get excited about the things that will last for eternity. Are you with me today? All right. There's some things, and you, you just feel free to, to thank God for what he's done, okay? Because we're going to celebrate. Number one, we are blessed. We are blessed because of the things that we've seen. I want to throw to some pictures. We started, our first gathering was April 1st. That's Fool's Day, right? April 1st, 2012. We met the next week, so that was a pre-gathering, so we'd be ready for Easter. At that time, we were only going to meet monthly. And throw to this picture, if you would. This is a Shoreline Park. We were there yesterday, kayaking, fishing tournament going on. And I got to stand pretty close to where I was there and welcome all these people. Maybe some of you are here today, but just got to... Uh, give a shout out to them as Momentum Church and many of our volunteers were there and served them and cooked for them and served our community because that's one of our core values is community. But I remember, I remember the, first, uh, the first day that I remember thinking, Lord, what if no one shows up? What if nobody comes? Now, y'all don't think that way because you come into a crowd. In fact, you kind of have a hard time finding a parking space. But there was a day when I wondered, God, is anyone going to come? And God takes me back to that place. It's an amazing place. On Easter, April 8, 2012, we had 178 people come. That's crazy for a new church. What's even crazier is that we had 24 people that day give their life to Jesus. And 21 of them followed Jesus immediately in believer's baptism. Can we... I don't know if this messes us up in the back. Can, can we just throw to Jaden's picture real quick? I know that's out of order. But there's me baptizing my son, Jaden. Jaden was the first baptism at Momentum Church. And that was a holy thing for me, man. Never will get old. Oh, I was an emotional wreck on the way to, to church today. And first gathering as I think about the goodness of God. And my boy, who one day forever will get to celebrate God's goodness and it will go on and on and on. Got to baptize them right there in the water, man. It could have been the Jordan River. It was just good enough for me that day. I loved it. It never gets old. We, when we were meeting there, everyone loved it because it was outside. It was the church without walls. It was sexy. It was beautiful. It was spring. But summer was coming. Got a little warm. We passed out many water bottles. We sweat a lot and then one morning Holy Spirit woke me up at 3.30 a.m. and uh, you know sometimes the Lord will wake you up and it doesn't mean you have insomnia some of you need to hear this today it means God's wanting to talk to you and he knows he's got to talk to you at those hours in the morning because the rest of your day is too filled it's too busy busyness is the enemy of intimacy and so sometimes we just got to downshift. We have to slow down. It's in the margin that God moves and speaks to our hearts. It's in the quiet hours that God, because God doesn't shout. I shout. My kids are being loud. Hey, guys, quiet down. Don't be so loud. I'm trying not to do that, but I mess up so many times. They're, I'm trying to, I say, over, right? Because if I'm like this, they can't hear me. But God just does this. He speaks in a soft whisper. And those who are intentional receive the blessing of the supernatural. Boom. How about that? You want the supernatural? Be intentional to seek God with all your heart. Those that seek him early and often will find him.
That's a good word today. I'll never forget. Lord speaking to my heart that morning. Finally, I'm praying an hour later. It's like 4.30 and the Lord speaks to my heart and he says, your location's getting ready to change. Went back to bed. I wasn't comforting news. Went back to bed, got a, a phone call at 8 a.m. It was a city manager on the other end. That Sunday was our monthly gathering. Understand this, monthly gathering. One gathering, one location, just one. Not two, just one. And all of a sudden, he says, man, you guys are done. You, you've outgrown this thing, and, and you can't meet back here. And what are we going to do Sunday? And that Wednesday, we went back and retraced this, Robert. That Wednesday is when I got the phone call, and that's also when we, we had our monthly core team meeting because we used to be monthly before we went weekly and that night you stood you had an idea and he said man my cousin let me hook you up with him next thing I knew I was talking to Michael we were out here next picture please we were at what would be the future home of Pirates Cove Oyster Bar but right now it it, it was a an ice cream kind of shop and uh, met with Mike and Mike said man you can meet here and you can meet here for free but all these big picnic tables that were inside, he said, you can't move them. We would later be reminded that we couldn't move the tables. We prayed, we fasted, had talked to him again. He said, yeah, yeah, go ahead, you can move them. So here was the miracle. Look at the next picture. This doesn't look like much to you, but this picture says a thousand words. There were people in this crowd that they prayed and they fasted and they cried out to God for something as simple as being able to move big, heavy picnic tables so people could feel semi-natural as they sat in a more comfortable seat with a back. And God moved out there. That was at the pier, Pensacola Beach. And we saw people, we saw people, so many people who gave their life to Christ. We saw people from Denmark, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, who would come here on vacation, Kansas. They would be walking with their family, got the beer cooler, the water cooler. They got the towels. They had everything they need. They're walking to the beach, and all of a sudden, the music or the message, and God hit them, and they stopped. I never forget preaching, looking over, and there'd sometimes be a family standing over there. I talked to Ian, who was here last gathering. He used to go surfing. He said, I sit on my surfboard and I listen to you. My buddy said, come on, man, let's surf out. He's like, not yet, not yet. And he went on and on and told me last gathering about how that momentum, how God has used this church to touch him. Well, then it was October and it was cold. November was coming and God opened the door for us to be here in the middle school. I don't have time to tell you all the miracles God did, but I'll tell you one. Well, we met with Principal Cobb, who was the principal here. Here at the uh, middle school, we stood here having a conversation. All the tables were out. He was going to let us meet here. We were excited. There was one problem. Look at this picture. The problem was that Principal Cobb was like, guys, just one. There's just one thing. I'm flexible with this and that, and I'll help you get another room or two rooms, and we'll do that. We want to, you know, he's just such a great man. But he said, we cannot move the cafeteria tables. I don't want to move. How many know... That's not good. Can't move them. So we started out here our first two weeks. And we had tables right down here. You know, it's like sitting on a little blue saucer facing each other. That's a great way to make first time VIP guests feel really at home, right? Make it feel special. We prayed and we fasted. And a week later, we came back. Brian Purcell gave us a great idea. Wisdom. 
we ran with that idea. You know, some things you don't got to pray about. And we mentioned it to them. They're like, absolutely, yeah. Next thing we knew, we could move the tables. God blessed us. And see, see, maybe, maybe you weren't here when that happened, but, but these chairs right here, these chairs, these are chairs that people, I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have given their life to Jesus sitting right in these chairs. I, I call them holy chairs because of the life change. See, there have been people gone before us. There are people at churches today, they've not seen one, and I, I don't mean this bragging or comparing, I'm not doing that, but I'm just telling you, as Jesus said, you got to know, there are some people that they've longed to see the hand of God. They have longed to see God flex. They have longed to desire to watch God move on their behalf, and they haven't seen what we've seen. They haven't seen what we've seen. A year after our first Easter, we said, God, we want to have great faith. We want to believe you. We had 178 the first year. God, we want to believe you to see at least 179 people give their life to Christ one year later. Which means if you're going to have 179 people give their life to Christ, you need like more than 1,000. And we were running like less than 200. That's crazy faith. But the just shall live by faith. By faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. What door is locked? What mountain is your way? That all you're lacking is faith. To speak to it and say, be moved. Man, we have trial after trial, problem after problem. But how many people know today that a problem is just opportunity and work clothes? That a problem is just when someone calls you and says you're out, you're just listening because God already knows you're in. When the gates of hell comes against you, you have the king of kings and the Lord of lords saying, the Satan and everything he has comes against you. Nothing separating you from my love. Nothing. If God be for us, who can be against us? That Easter... I don't even have time to go into it, but, but, but a guy called me by the name of Paul Kennemore in South Carolina. Down by, I was down by the water here, and I had bad reception. He said, have you ever heard of... I was like, hey, one more time. We did that about four or five times. And he's like, man, never mind. No, no, no. What's his name? Marcus Lattimore. I know Marcus. I'm a Tennessee fan. I watched the game. Pastor Jim, dad on staff, 30-something years, right? Columbia. We, we watched the game. We, we, we actually wept when he got hurt we prayed for him we we called out to god for him and and now this man from south carolina i've never heard of his name i don't know who he is but god knows who he is says listen um marcus is going to be rehabbing and he's going to be at andrews institute and 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 i'm kind of like his spiritual mentor so i've been praying and seeking god for where he needs to go to church while he's in town and i said oh god that's what he said i said oh god you alone know a lord where marcus needs to go he said, I searched over 500 churches. He said, I called some places. No one seemed interested. There's a miracle. There's still dumb people today. I'm just saying. <laughs> he said, I said, Lord, he said, I put my finger up in the air. And I said, oh, God, I'm going to put my finger on this monitor, all these lists of churches, whichever church you want. Marcus said, oh, God, put my finger on it. He said, I put it on, open up my eyes. It said Momentum Church. So God wants Marcus Lattimore at Momentum Church. 
So I can stop there, but then tell you that less than 10 days later, someone, somebody came to us. Or no, I was on vacation and got a phone call and said, man, um, you know what? I need to back tithe. I've been robbing God. And they wrote us an incredible check for $31,000, which was exactly what we needed for Marcus Lattimore to get run the TV commercials, run the ads, do everything, all the mailers, everything. God had already paved the way. We are blessed because of what we've seen. And that Easter Sunday, we had 100, not 76, not 177, not 178. We had 179, which is exactly what we prayed for. We had 179 people give their life to Jesus. And I want, want you to look at this picture. That's my friend Jim Fowler. We had people raising their hands all over. I'll never forget it. Jim crying. Army Ranger. Just retired 21 years. As a man. A man's man. A leader. And God met him right where he was. I love that. We are blessed because... What we've seen. We've seen so many baptisms. Last gathering, we had a guy here. His name is Rick. He got saved here last Sunday. He was the last person to give his life to Christ in our church. The first one was Cody Whistleman. Cody came to one of our vision casts, gave his life to Christ. So that was the first, last gathering. Rick was here representing the first and the last. But we know there'll be a new last today because some of you will give your life to Christ. Do you know there's been 900 people in between Cody and Rick? Amazing. 900 people who've given their life to Jesus. Hundreds and hundreds of baptisms. My friend Ben, Ben, angry. You, many of you know a story, many of you don't. Angry. Angry at God for what had happened to him in his past. Maybe you can relate. I can. My mom died when I was four. I was angry at God. I knew God wanted me to preach since I was a little kid. Eighth grade, suicidal, gun in the mouth. I'm tired of my life. I hate it. It's going to be all over. One day in a fit of anger and rage, one like I've never thought I'd experience, but I, I did this to God. Have you ever done this to God? And I pointed and I, I said some cuss words and I said, you will never get me to preach. You took my mom. I'll never do what you want me to do. Aren't you thankful that God looks past our pain? That God looks past our anger? That God looks past our hopelessness? And when there's weakness, God says, I got strength. And when there's sadness, God says, I have joy. And when we feel unfulfilled, God says, I can take your unfulfilled things in your life and in your heart. I'll give you a brand new start and I'll teach you that the best is yet to come. That my ways are higher than your ways. Ben gets baptized and follows Jesus. I want to go back to that picture. I love this picture. Him and Joe on the screen getting baptized that day and coming up. That picture says a thousand words to me. And you know what? None of us are perfect after Christ. We're just forgiven. Ben loves God and he is a Jesus follower before he had religion. Many will say to me, these are the words of Jesus, listen to him closely. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have I not? Have I not? And God says, I never knew you. Man, I went to church. 
I was a good person. The problem is your goodness isn't good enough. Even you wonder when your head hits a pillow, I hope my goodness is good enough. You can never be good enough. The only way to get to heaven is be perfect. The next part of the equation is no one's perfect. That's the bad news, but the good news is there was one who was perfect. His name's Jesus, and he died so we could have life. And that day that Ben gave his life to Christ, and then that day that he followed in believer's baptism, that was him telling his story that I found life. I have moved from religion to relationship with Jesus. The old is gone, and all things are become new. I love that picture. Next picture, Ron. This is Ron. Ron gets baptized right in here a couple weeks ago. He's sitting right there on the second row. He was in Vietnam. He got saved a year ago at Momentum Church in the high school. In the high school. He gets baptized a year later. Right before the message that day before I walk up here. He says, are you sure, Tim? Are you sure that God can forgive what I did in war? And I wept. My dad was in Vietnam. God moved me that day, man. God gave me the thought, Tim, how many years has he wondered if God could forgive what he's done? There's some of you here today that you really wonder, could God forgive me? Could God really forgive me? I looked at Ron and I said, he already has. Can I tell you something today? He will forgive you too. We're blessed because of what we've seen. But number two, we're blessed because of what we have heard. I want you to take a look at the screen and hear, hear a quick story from Ben. So I was thinking back to the very first time I came to Momentum. At that time in my life, I was very skeptical. I had tons of questions and not a lot of answers. And I was very skeptical of churches in general. And I came here by accident. I saw these blue flags and I just drove in. The next thing I saw was these crazy parking guys that looked way too happy. So then I came in and I realized that everybody was like that. But the happiness was genuine. That was what the crazy part was. I really felt that they were genuinely happy and full of love. I was like, what is this? This doesn't look like any church I'd ever been to. So I went on inside and I found more of the same. I found people filled with the Holy Spirit. Of course, I didn't even know it was the Holy Spirit at the time, but these people were different, and they were genuine, and I loved that. That is what momentum is. It's genuine. It's genuine love. In fact, it's a place where I can tell another guy that I love him, and I don't get weird looks. So, yeah, I love this church, and I love the people in it. Happy birthday, momentum. My name is Ben Lloyd, and that's my story. I love that. I love that, Ben. When we started this thing, the truth is we had people criticize us. You know, if you do anything, people criticize you. I heard a word from Bishop T.D. Jakes this week, and he said this. It's none of my business what you think about me. Woo! If you will get that in the hopper, that will set you free right there. Just turn to someone and say, it ain't none of your business what they think about you. My God, think about how much time we could redeem if we stopped worrying about what other people are thinking about us instead of standing and dancing and rejoicing on what he thinks of us. Some of you didn't hear me, so I got to rewind. Some of you don't get it. I get it. Some of you don't get it. 
But when you get it, you'll get it, because then you'll get it. Then you stop worrying about them getting it, you get it. It's, it's amazing. Just let it go. I don't, I don't worry about it. We had people criticize us on social media. We had people say, man, we had other churches. Why is this church coming here? By the way, Santa Rosa County, which we're in, has more churches ratio-wise than any other county in the state of Florida. When God called us to come here, people said, why are you going there? You're going to the beach to serve Jesus? <laughs> okay, yeah, suffering for Jesus, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Okay, you sure God, that was God talking? Yeah, I am sure. 900 lives later, I am sure. But I'm getting ahead of myself. People said we were crazy. Some people said we were in a cult. We're crazy. I want to tell you something. You know why they, some people think that we're crazy? They've not seen what we've seen. When we went to the hospital and Robbie is on his deathbed, and we're begging God, and we're praying, and we're believing God day after day after day after day for his life. And it got to go for a quick minute yesterday to his graduation party. You're crazy if you're not crazy about your God and what he's done. Doug Jolly and his little boy Cole. Can't even go into all that story. But God, God miraculously healed his son like that. I mean, when you're at Sacred Heart and they say, we've sent a jet from Chance Hospital in Gainesville, we have a helicopter. We're loading him now. We know he said it was okay, but it's not okay. It's really bad. He might not make it. We need one parent who will be okay if he doesn't make it. And when you're in that moment and you pray and you believe, and then all of a sudden, by the time he gets to Shan's Hospital, it was nothing but a thing. They are dismissing him saying, he's fine. He's been healed. Only Jesus can do that. And he still does it. We've seen miracles. Praying with Sheila. I've got cancer. My family doesn't know. It's not good. Here's the papers. And we pray. And next doctor visit. Uh, 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 you just go to the next doctor. Next doctor visit. Uh, I'm, I, I can't say you're healed, but I can't find it. Next doctor, you've been healed. And cancer is gone. When you see what we've seen, you're crazy if you're not crazy. Excited about what Jesus has done here. Some people may think we're great. That's all right. That's all right. Because they haven't seen what we've seen. They haven't heard what we've heard. Why don't you watch this next video? Two weeks ago, she's here today. Tiffany, where you at? Tiffany, right there. Would you stand up real quick? This is a modern day miracle. I don't mean this sarcastically. Listen to my heart. If you're here and you're an atheist, we're glad that you're here. You don't have to be like us to be loved by us. No matter what label you wear, you don't have to be like us to be loved by us. We just love Jesus. And because we love Jesus, we can love everybody else. Jesus even loved his enemies. But if you're here today and you're an atheist, Tiffany was an atheist two weeks ago. And now she's moving towards Jesus. She's running after him. Instead of running away, look at the screens. People say, say they walked away from God. I ran. I wasn't just an atheist, I was an anti-theist. And yet, something was missing in my life. There was a void I couldn't fill. And all my anger and my frustration and my debates against arguments against the Creator, they didn't make me happier. They didn't make me feel more enlightened or even more intelligent. They left me feeling empty. 
I was in a dark place. And that's when I found momentum. God must have brought me there because I hadn't walked inside a church in four years. But something about momentum really resonated with me. The joy of the people, the atmosphere. And I came to Pastor Tim in tears and I said, can you please talk to me? And so he called me and he listened to my story without judgment. And he told me, you know, Tiffany, we don't even have to debate about God because I know that God's going to meet you where you're at. And he was right. So the next day I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And my life has already changed. Somebody so call somebody. You know, I'm not angry anymore. I'm not sad anymore. I have hope. And I'm just in a much better place now. Now I'm running to the Lord and not away from him. God used momentum to reach me. I know that God will use momentum to reach many others. So happy birthday, Momentum, and God bless. Come on in. Come on. Two weeks ago, she was saying no to Jesus. Now she's running towards him. And where there was anger, now there's joy. Come on. Praise God. I'm so, so thankful, Jesus. We give you the honor and the glory. That's amazing. Thank you. You can be seated. We are a community of Jesus followers who together are an unstoppable force for good, driven to change the world one life at a time. We're about helping people take one step closer. Robert, you remember this. In those early days in the vision cast, I pulled out a yardstick and I talked about how many times people are far from God. They're so hard to God. And it's not our job to force Jesus on anyone, but just to love them and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And what happens is all of a sudden they begin to move closer to God. They don't say yes necessarily here, but one day here they're ready. We get to be a part of that. I'm so thankful, Tiffany, for your story. You're going to hear from Steve in just a minute, someone who was a Christian who had gotten out of church. And then it got easy. It's like the gym. I know this to be true from personal experience. You get out of the gym. You still pay the money. It's all right. Did you get out of the gym? And they say, you know, it's been a week. It's been a month. It's been three months. It's been six months. I'm not trying to convict anyone here. I'm just I'm talking out of personal experience. Right? Get out of church. It's raining. We're not going to go. Just going to watch it online. Man, listen. Do everything you can do to be in the house when Jesus passes by. So I don't got to be a Christian be in the house. You're exactly right. You don't. But let me tell you the flip side of that. If you are a Christian, you want to be in the house. That's the other side. Listen to Steve out of church, out of sight out of mind then Jesus passes by check this out before momentum we were not going to church we stopped going to church I guess about 10 years ago and at some point with them in Gulf Breeze and then they announced that they're going to go to Navarre and so we were like let's plug into Navarre and about a year later, my daughter has gone through her first year of college. She is a student leader with the middle school girls of Navarre. 
She has helped them get committed and plugged in. She had them baptized two weeks ago. My wife is uh, serving and watching uh, all of the kids serve has just been an unbelievable blessing to both of us. My son Samuel is, he's a student leader in the high school group and he was baptized a few months ago at the beach baptism. My son Evan, he was baptized at the beach baptism. God has just breathed on this family. I can't even tell you. I'm, I'm plugged in in leadership now. I, I, I'm part of the elders of this church with Pastor Tim and Pastor Alex. I'm on the setup seal team. Um, it's not a chore. I love Sundays. I love the alarm going off. I love not sleeping in. I love it. I love watching my kids get there early. I love watching my kids serve with me and my wife. I tell you, Momentum Church has saved my family. Not that they, we were perishing, but I can't explain to you how important it is to have everybody in church doing what God wants us to do together as a family. Momentum has changed our family. And that is the Basham family story of before and after and present moment. We are blessed because what we've seen. We are blessed because what we've heard. And number three, we are blessed because of where we are. You know, not only are we blessed because of the upside of Florida, the Gulf Coast, the white beaches. I mean, this is, I tell people, this is like where the promised land and paradise intersect. Like people pay to come here. We get to have these staycations. Right? But we are blessed because of where we are. And we are right where God called us to be. And here's the cool news. The best is yet to come. We haven't seen nothing yet. Haven't seen anything yet. I want to honor a couple people real quick. Mama Gail and Pam Kimball. Probably Robert, you're part of that. Prayed for 10 years. We were student pastors. Um, back in 04, we left the Pensacola area. And for 10 years, they prayed. Or they, yeah, they prayed that, that God would bring us back. God moved us back. We're not the hero of the story. God's the hero. I'm not trying to draw attention to us. I draw attention to their prayer life because some of us pray. And we're like, Lord, you hadn't done anything. It's been like 30 seconds. God's just not listening. They prayed for years. God answered their prayer. I want everybody to stand that we're at our first vision cast. If you're here today, you're part of us way back when we had a word from God. And that was it. Would you stand all over? I want to honor you today. I want to honor you. Would you stand and look at these people and make some incredible environment? But if you're part of our team, as far as uh, what we used to call staff, 
We just call it team now. Would you please stand? I'm so thankful for you. Could not do this without you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Stephanie, I love you. Thank you for being willing to go on a crazy, wild adventure ride when it didn't make any sense. Because we want to get to see this today. Thank you. I'm so thankful. We are truly blessed because what we've seen, what we've heard, and where we are. And the best is yet to come. We have experienced momentum because God established us. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes real quick?